everyone. Welcome to episode 225 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. In the early part of 2000s, I found myself living in Southern California, Los Angeles area. And I was going about my day and I was walking down the street and I saw a lady and she was walking this little dog. I'm not good with little breeds, but it was just a little dog and had this massive collar spikes. And it kind of reminded me of those punk rockers who wear the chokers and all those things. And then down along its back, it had another tall strip of spikes. And as we got close, uh, she was very friendly, and so, uh, which is unusual for California. But I asked her about her dog and, and what it was wearing. And she said it was a, a coyote deterrent. And I asked her what she meant. And she said, well, they were designed so the dogs, the coyotes, when they come into their yards wouldn't carry off the dogs. They would bite into the spikes and release the dogs. And I've ultimately come across uh, multiple people since the early 2000s who have all left lost pets to coyotes. There's a, a situation going on in San Diego where residents uh, in a, a neighborhood within San Diego are saying they're seeing an increase in coyote attacks on their um pets or more coyotes are coming into the property. The California, the state of California is saying, well, that's not necessarily the case. What we think is more people have backyard cameras or ring cameras and they're just noticing it more. But the overall complaints haven't gone up very much. Uh, in 2022, they had over 1,300 complaints. And in 2023, uh, they are up just a little over 700, but they seem to be on track to get the roughly the same number of uh, calls or reports for coyotes. Residents are asking what they can do. The Division of Wildlife, the State Fish and Wildlife, doesn't want to come in and they don't want to remove coyotes unless they are sick and noticeably sick or they are creating a dangerous situation residents are saying hey you need to come in and do more now they've done a bunch of research and it's, it's a widely studied topic but basically it comes down to is coyotes are hard to deal with there's there's not a whole lot there was this study that's been put out a while ago but it's not much different than what it currently is today it was put out uh it was Management of Conflicts Between Urban Coyotes and Humans in Southern California. So this one takes place in Southern California. It takes place in roughly the same period of time, 90, 98 to 2004. And ultimately, they come away with a couple of things. In this, uh, discuss or in this paper, they talk about, one, how do you know that you're having more coyotes uh, or more issues with coyotes in your area. One, they're seeing an increase in pets being taken at night. You're going to start noticing them more often on the streets or in your yards at night. And then when you really start to see an uptick in them is you're going to start to see them in the daylight, early morning hours, or late in the afternoon. And then you're going to start observing them taking pets during the daylight hours. And then once they start taking pets, they're 
going to become a little more bold and they're going to start taking pets on a leash because people are holding their dogs and they're not releasing them. And they look at that as just like a free meal on a leash. And then where the real issue is, is coming in and taking or attacking people, uh, especially children. Those seem to be the most vulnerable. So what's, what's the issue that we have with coyotes in these urban areas? Coyotes in urban areas are super adaptable. They are tolerant of pretty much about anything except for lead and poison. And so they pretty much can tolerate cities with no issue. Large cities, small issues, no real issue. The one issue is if your city has a pack of dogs, they tend to avoid those areas with packs of dogs. So now you can have the option of having coyotes come in or a pack of dogs and nobody likes that. The behavior when they're in these urban settings is really challenging because they are comfortable around people. They are wary enough to know that they, they don't want to be spotted too much by people but they are comfortable being close to people, whether the people see them or not. They can hide in the train tracks, they can go in the bushes in parks, they can hide uh, behind a, an unused uh, doghouse or garbage cans. They don't really care. They're gonna find their areas where they can be near people because when they're near people, they're near food, whether it's garbage, whether it's pets. And so they're gonna find those areas where they can still feed their young, their offspring. Be near people, but also be far enough that they're not going to create too many problems. When they move into these urban areas, they automatically start changing their diet. They move away from those bigger, those ungulates, those deer, the fawns. They start moving towards smaller mammals because they're going to come in contact with more pets. So more dogs, more cats. But they're also coming in contact more with raccoons and skunks and uh, different things because of all the trash that is bringing those in. So now they start to feed on rats and other things. They're eating birds. They start eating more fruits and vegetables and all the scavenged waste from people, all the food that they can find. And they are very tolerant. They don't care whether it's a moose calf. They don't care whether it's a rat. They don't care whether it's a burger or french fries from In-N-Out they can adapt. They still develop territories. And they're a lot smaller. Uh, obviously, they don't need as larger area because there's more resources. And the larger these territories are, the more danger it poses on them, whether there are vehicles or whatnot, there are a bunch of threats to them. But they will start moving into small territories, uh, whether it's parks, golf courses, abandoned buildings, they will find and they will create their own territories and they will defend them. People really take notice, though, when they start interacting with pets, whether your pet is on a leash or you turn your dog loose to go out into the yard to go to the bathroom or you have your dog playing in a dog park. People really start to take notice when coyotes are near because at first they're going to. When they're uncomfortable around dogs, they're going to size them up, see whether it's something that they can go after or cats. And once they decide that it's not a threat, then they be start becoming more bold because now they're looking at this as a direct food source. They're going to look at people and say, not my cup of tea. 
but they're going to look at a little chihuahua, a wiener dog, as just another hot dog on a bun, and they're going to start going after it. And this is where the real issues are, because they're bold. And the longer they've been in these situations, the more comfortable they are, the bolder they become. There's been situations videotaped, or people have talked about it firsthand, where they were walking their dog, and the coyote comes in and grabs a hold of their dog while it's still on the leash. Or there's plenty of video cameras where it'll show coyotes coming into yards, grabbing a hold of cats, grabbing a hold of dogs, and running off with the dog in their mouth. Now, this creates a problem for coexistence amongst people. People pay a lot of money for their pets. People love their pets. People often think of their pets as an extension of their own family. And so this is where that coexistence really becomes an issue. And there are ways that we can increase our coexistence uh, measure or happiness with these with these uh, predators because that's what they are one is uh, trash cans make sure you're not leaving trash because they're going to go through that trash make sure your pet food uh, you're not just leaving a bowl out for your dog in the yard because they're going to start coming in Bird feeders, they're also going to go and eat bird feeders. They will take whatever food. So you still have to start reducing the things you do and altering your behavior. People don't like to be told that they need to alter their behavior. But you got one of two options. You come in and you lethally remove them or you just start altering your behavior. You don't let your dogs out alone. You make sure you're monitoring them or you can alter your fences. They have these things called coyote rollers where the it makes it difficult for the coyote to come up on top of the fence and pull itself over because it rolls. So you start modifying your space around you to protect your animals, your pets, as well as your children or yourself. If they become overly aggressive, depending on the state, some states are gonna trap and relocate. The, the challenge is, is coyotes are pretty good at knowing where they're at, and oftentimes they can come back to the same area because they've established a territory there. So those are some of the issues. Uh, if you relocate it to a, a different area, if that coyote is carrying disease, then it's going to start spreading disease as it looks to set up another territory. But if that coyote has become comfortable in urban situations, it's going to find itself in that situation again. And if it's comfortable attacking dogs, it may find itself in that situation as well. So the other option is you can shoot them or trap them and kill them. And these are the decisions that wildlife managers have to make. Oftentimes, uh, the public's not happy one way or another, whether you want to remove them or, and, and set up a situation like the state of Utah has, whether you want to do a bounty system. There's people in the state of Utah that aren't happy with the bounty system. There are people who love the bounty system because they're making a lot of money off of it. And so it just depends on how your state and how your wildlife agencies look at these things. What would you do in that situation? Let's say you move into an area and coyotes are comfortable coming into your yard, what would you want done? Would you want them to remove, trap and relocate with the possibility of it coming back, trap and relocate with the possibility of it spreading disease somewhere else? 
or would you want them coming in and lethally removing it? From the research and all the different things that I've told people, this is what people can generally do to protect themselves or modify their behavior. Secure your trash, make sure your lid isn't open, make sure your lid on your trash can can lay flat. Don't leave, uh, clean your grills. So like uh, grease cans that catch grease coming off of smokers, uh, they, they will come in and they will eat from that. Uh, pet food was another one people would put out pet food for their cats and their dogs, and that would um, bring them in as well. And then people have outdoor cats or outdoor dogs, and you're going to have to start modifying that behavior. You're going to have to start protecting those pets. If you're going to have coyotes coming in, you're going to have to move them into an area where they're going to be protected. So you're going to start bringing them in, or you're going to have to fence and make sure that the coyotes can't get into that fenced area and they can jump pretty high and they can climb. I've seen coyotes climb trees. There's been multiple videos where they are chasing something and they will climb pretty far up a tree because they can jump really far. And so you're going to have to modify your fences to keep them out. Uh, motion activated lights. Uh, there's some, some studies show it works, but I think it only works for so long that then they become habituated to it. They become tolerant of it. They're aware that it's going to happen. And if the light comes on and they stop and they don't see anybody coming out, then they're going to go back to whatever activity they were doing. Some states recommend you clearing the brush and the vegetation. Uh, if you've got any large bushes or whatnot around your property, the more you clear out, the less places there is to hide and uh, the more likely you can protect yourself because there's nothing for them to hide behind. Harass, yell at them, wave at them, clap at them. Again, it's only going to work for so long. I've heard of a, a guy who uh, grabbed a paintball gun and had a coyote coming in, and he shot it with a paintball multiple times, but ultimately the coyote learned that it was a paintball gun. They ended up having to euthanize it. Uh, they do a lot of education, state agencies, coming out, educating people on how to modify their behaviors. Other than that, there's not much they can do other than come in and lethally remove them. These are the challenges that urban areas are facing when wildlife adapt. What do you guys feel? Uh, how do you feel about coyotes in urban areas? Kind of cool, in my opinion, that they're so adaptable, but it's also a little bit uncomfortable when they become too comfortable around us. Tell me what you guys think about whether or not you're comfortable with coyotes being in urban situations. Would you want them trapped and relocated? them? Would you uh, just try to alter your behavior so they don't have to be affected? Or would you like to lethally have them removed? Tell me what you guys think. Have a great day. Stay wild.